It's not worth winning if you can't win! Singing like Mar- Marilyn Monroe saying happy birthday, Mr. President. Take me out to the ball game, Mr. President. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Mr. President at the end is wildly unnecessary. Wildly unnecessary, but we can just we just go like miss, Oh no, I'm keeping that in. We're, 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 that's how it's starting. Is, is that? Oh, um, but uh, everyone, this is the Cake Eaters podcast. Everybody, happy Fourth of July, happy America Day. Capitalism wins another year, Heath. Another year. And capitalism. Brandon. What? How? What? What's uh? When? How long ago was 1776? What are we looking at here? Long enough to know that the end is nigh, Brandon. You know, according to all the conspiracy, according to all the conspiracy theory um, reels that I fell into a deep, dark rabbit hole into, the end is nigh. It does not shock me that you have been roped into conspiracy theory TikTok or conspiracy theory reels. That's you are you are their target market, Heath. Oh, it's the... amazing. There was <laughs> I forget what so there was one that is just is amazing. Oh, it's then the Illuminati. I love um Gravity Falls. And okay. it, yeah. there's a lot about how like the Illuminati has described like their plan for world domination, how they sell their souls and stuff um, within Gravity Falls. And man, that was really good stuff. That was really fun because <laughs> okay. I love that cartoon so much. Because um, think if you are a global organization hell bent on world power, why would you not put everything in plain sight in an amazingly entertaining children's cartoon? It's a great question. Yeah, it's a great question. It's, it's but, you know, it's that's good stuff. And the fact that Kevin Hart is clone, that's another good one. I, I like that one too. Because I like it, a lot of his movies with The Rock. The clone ones always crack me up because there's 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 the Kevin Hart one. There was the uh the, the simulation the ones that were living in a simulation. That's always really funny too, because like what form of hubris do you have to have to think that there is like a computer program? Like I think you, we've I we're think we've all talked NPCs. about this. Yeah, anyways, sorry. I think we've talked about the simulation thing on here before because I I am of the belief that if like I I would fully you could talk me into it be everything being a simulation but if that were the case like you you me we're all NPCs like we're yeah. not the I would not be the main character anybody listening to this podcast would not be the main character of that simulation. No. And no we're, not, that, we're not going to that much effort for your fucking 9 to 5 bullshit job. that's exact that's exactly that's the only thing i could think of it's like this is way too intricate of torture for me to actually for this to be like a simulation like this is real (laughs) this is this is happening (laughs) anyways um fourth of july 247 was was the correct answer Heath. how many is it you know what that means that means capitalism 247 communism 
nothing. <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's slide back in, Brandon, because it's 4th of July and we have what is probably the best 4th of July ducks related movie in the history of planet Earth in front of us right now. Yes. Yes. And that so is I, no hyperbole, finally, for the first time. Yes. So I was thinking, um, I had Fourth of July narrowed down to two two options because there is another good option. It's not as great as the Sandlot, obviously. Yeah. But Connie is in Wet Hot American Summer, which is would would you know summer camp that would also so maybe next next year Fourth of Fourth of July the, it won't be the Fourth of July because we lucked out this year with it being on a, the exact Tuesday that we're releasing yeah. an episode. But around Tomato that time, tomorrow. Wet Hot American Summer, Connie Moreau. Love that. Um, but yeah, so let's dig in, Brandon. The Sandlot, the adventure of a lifetime, the summer of their dreams, the dog of their nightmares. I'm, I'm surprised because that's the tagline for everybody following along. I'm surprised that they didn't, that the tagline doesn't mention the greatest pickle they've ever been in because the narrator smalls while he's narrated. He says that at least five times. He says, yeah. I, the greatest I'm about to get us in the greatest pickle. That, that was my summer. One, that was my only complaint. And of this whole entire movie, my one critique is the, that him saying the greatest pickle of the summer, or the greatest pickle, like five times in the narration yeah. was a lot. Yeah. Also, I remember like when we would go play, like the first thing I thought of when like this movie started and like he started talking about the pickle oh. is how many people intentionally put themselves into a pickle oh, yeah, yeah. in youth baseball because of this movie and drove every coach absolutely batshit crazy. I we laughed used to, really hard to myself about that. We used to do when I was when uh when I was playing like like little little league, we used to do um pickle drills like we would practice beating the pickle as if that was ever gonna come up but i yeah. guess i guess when you're like a little kid it comes up because you're such a terrible base runner that it yeah. it'll pop up a, a little more often than it than it should it's but, like quicksand though you know what i mean it was like quicksand where you thought that there was going to be a lot more like trouble with oh, yeah. quicksand in your You're lifetime like, I'm, than I'm actually need this skill. Yeah. <laughs> this is an important there's skill. no way there's <laughs> no way I'm gonna be able to make the majors without being able to beat a pickle, you know. <laughs> but um that is, I, I do love I do love that that's how this movie starts though is with a pickle with yeah, with with Porter shouting pickle this this movie is so good. Like, I loved every second of watching this. Like, especially, like, after we had to trudge through the disaster of Game Changers for so long. Like, having such an amazing movie was so good. And my favorite part is that this movie was released one day, April 7th, 1993, one day after my seventh birthday. So, wow. and actually, I Kelly and I talked about this controversial opinion um, that I had yesterday where... This came out on my seventh birthday. Well, day, a day after. A day. a day after my seventh birthday. This movie was such a, like, because this is like pre-internet, right? So, like, mm -hmm. you find movies and you quoted them to death for forever. And so, this movie got so beat up in my youth, like, and so played out. It was like, you know, Matchbox 20 on the radio by the time I hit middle school, where it was just like, my God, if I hear Matchbox 20 on the radio one more time, I'm going to 
I'm going to lose. I'm just going to drive in fucking silence. And like, unfortunately that's what this movie came because people got like obs- weird obsessed with it. Oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, like insane weird obsessed with it where like they base their personalities around their love of baseball or softball in this movie. Yeah. And it kind of drove me a little nuts. And so it caused me to kind of like, you know, not enjoy it as much for a long time, but then coming back in as an adult and watching this for the first time in forever. My God. Yeah. I was just cinematic art. uh, This is the first time I actually watched it in a decade, maybe, maybe more. Um, Cause yeah, the same thing. I like, I love this movie when I was a kid and then, yeah, it just uh, gets, I mean, it gets played out um, after a while and you lose track. The same thing with the mighty ducks happened. I watched the mighty ducks constantly growing up and then, went you know from like 16 to 26 i didn't i never even like thought about watching it which was a mistake god if i could have those years back you know yeah yeah it just that was that was just my thought but i i still absolutely love this i love this movie so much it 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 holds up very well very well absolutely a a lot a lot better than the mighty ducks yeah but uh but but like like you said my favorite part too is that it it was like it's a genuine kids movie because it's like the only one that there's there's no competition there's no game there's no like underdog story to come from it's just kids like this is how we played in a small town in wayne america right like there weren't enough human beings that wanted to play this sport (laughs) in a hot summer day. And so like we would play with eight people or six people that that could come out that day and you would just, you know, hit the ball around. Yeah. Hit the ball around and just have fun and ride your bikes around town. And then when it got too hot, you would go to the pool and you would make lifeguards lives miserable. Not on purpose. I want to go on on accident. I want to go on record saying i never did that okay i was very respectful of every single lifeguard that i ever came in contact with you can't can't solely my childhood at the wayne city pool because it was great and i can't like i'm assuming that it's also helped my immune system because i can't imagine the amount of small youths that peed in that bad boy oh we would just soak it endlessly for the summer like it was just just especially in in Wayne, America, you gotta that's that's a town full of of hams, town town full of porters. You know, they're just peeing, peeing every which way. That's um I we did used to talk a lot of shit when we were little kids, um, when we would play sports. Yeah. Again, any, the tra- any the trash that's that's the that's the other great thing and what makes it this this movie what, started it. We never like literally still to this day. I went and met up with all with all my old friends from Wayne America this last couple of weeks, and it's still the same shit. We just make fun of each other the whole time. And like we yeah. have fun and we just roast. Yeah, but the, like the, the the great thing again that makes this movie like an endearing kids specific movie is that the, the trash talk is exactly how like that's <laughs> Those dumb, the, the dumb nonsense that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like it's not, it's not coherent. We will, we will get to it because it was, it's absolutely my favorite part of the whole movie. It's the back and forth between Ham and um, I forget, I forget the kid's name, but I'll pull it up because I've got the full down. Do, do they? Do we even get the the other kid, the other team's yeah. names? I know that yeah, the, the, the team name is the Tigers, but I don't. I forget if we we get actual Phillips. kid names. They, they, his last name is Phillips. Uh, so, and okay. they, 
And they actually, because that's where, uh, well, we, let's let's not so spoil. Well, let's, we'll run through the highlights, but that kid, his name, his last name is Phillips. And so that's okay. what, how so they address another, him. Another thing that I think endears it as such a kid's movie and is it, it with along with the trash talk and making everything so like oddly pinpoint accurate for kids to do is the way that they address each other. Like yeah. once um, with us, with Smalls specifically, he gets there. He everybody. He knows everybody's first. They, they they tell him everybody's first, middle, and last names, and then they tell him the nicknames. After he learns their nicknames, he doesn't call them by their first name ever again. It's nicknames, one hundred percent of the way. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. And then with other with the kids that the on the Tigers team, the the enemy kids, they all call them by their last names, which is great. I fucking yeah. love that. You know. <laughs> If, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't like you. I'm not calling you by your first name. You get you get Phillips, and you like it. You know, uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, childhood nicknames stick around forever. Yeah. Uh, much much like the dog in this show, my nickname as a kid was Beast or Beastie, and I literally no, I thought you were going to say Hercules. I hadn't <laughs> talked to my my buddy in like seven years, and in the text, it's like Yo Beast, what's up? Like, I haven't talked in seven years and probably hadn't talked in like four years before that, but they still like address me as my childhood nickname forever. And that's just that's, in Wayne that's, America. That's, that's who, forever that's who, who I will be. Yeah. What, it's, what it's amazing. The, what, what the fuck else is he going to call you? <laughs> yeah. It's Heath. That's, ins- <laughs> that's, that's fucking insane. That's, that's, yeah. what, that's what people at work call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but right, I, I I did love that though. Like like Smalls, I, I'm pretty sure all the other kids do do it too. But I know for for a fact, Smalls once he learns their nickname, he doesn't call them anything else besides that. It's, uh, it's nickname or bust. Uh, it's really good stuff. All right, let's let's jump into some highlights of this movie, Brandon, because there are an endless amount we could go on forever. Um, we talked a little bit about the intro, but the the full. And I think it's probably the first, like, what, 15, 20 minutes of the movie, but, like, the full introduction of Smalls, his family, the, them playing baseball, that him being the announcer, like, the full lead into this movie was so well done. Like it just, it wrapped you in, it built drama. He got them into the biggest pickle of their life. And now that you said that it like shattered the glass and I can't unhear how many times they said it. Cause I just he watched says it the movie at least again three times. this morning at least three and times. he does say it three times in the middle. And I remember thinking like, huh, I think he just said pickle a lot. Yeah. And, um, but I, he, I he, do, he does it. I think if I'm remembering correctly, because this is a three act movie, he he does it at the he the narration at the beginning of each act. I think he he restates this is going to be the biggest pickle you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so and that's when I got us into the biggest pickle yeah. of the summer. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wait, um, and like okay, so the introduction, and I include this into the introduction of like Smalls introducing himself into the the kids playing baseball which he basically just sees benny as they're unpacking and he's Mm -hmm. like hey i wonder what this really cool handsome kid is up to (laughs) today let me just follow him he gives (laughs) gives him him a wave he gives him a wave benny gives him the nod yeah and then he and then benny wanders off and then Uh, because there's the next day he's 
right? Oh, sorry, I was gonna say there's two nods as well. Like the nod up is like what's up, the nod down is like more formal, like hello. Oh yeah, Greetings. no, it was a, it was a, it was an up upwards yeah, nod, exactly, which um, was an invitation. Also, I want to point out but before we get too far into this. So this movie came out in 1993. It's set it, because the the main character is uh, um, present day. His present day self in 1993 is narrating his childhood, yeah. this childhood movie. So the, the all the childhood scenes take place in 1962. Yeah, so it's That's a period. A it's a period piece. Uh, just like Pride yeah. and Prejudice. It's um, do you, do you honest, honestly he, do you think now that I bring that up do you think Sandlot is the greatest period piece movie of all time? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I will also say yes, but there's a million people that would just argue with you endlessly. All of us endlessly, you know, on that. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) they would, um, they would do that. But okay. Also in the intro, this is where we get them where they're just like Benny. So, okay, let's, let's start this where first he, he follows Benny. Right. And he's like, you know what I should, first we, we, we should fully establish this just for everybody. I know everybody's. Oh, listening. let's introduce Ever. to our ducks. Sorry, you're right. Let's well that, that, introduce them to our ducks. That that true. This, okay, so we'll do that, and then I'll I'll do a brief intro for the for the for the actual movie after that. But yes, okay. the reason we are doing this movie, um, because you might say, hey, this is a Mighty Ducks themed podcast. Why are we talking about the Sandlot? Uh, two reasons. Mike Vitar, who plays Benny the Jet, uh, Rodriguez, right? Yeah, Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez, Benny the Jet. Um, do you think, do you think Elton John wrote that song about Benny? The the song is Benny and the Jets, but it's gotta be about Benny the Jet, right? Uh, Sure. Whatever. I'm sure I do know Mission Impossible stole that whole lowering down thing from this movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, uh, but so yeah, Mike Vitar who plays Benny the Jet, he also plays Luis. In D2 and D3. Um, and Luis, our favorite speedster. Again, Benny the Jet, speedster. I love that. Luis, the speedster, Benny the Jet. Oh, I, my God. I, I guarantee you, I love, guarantee love. you, if you put Luis on ice skates in a race against Benny the Jet on foot, Benny the Jet's smoking his ass. Oh, absolutely. And Well, I don't know. It's Luis on skates is going to... 1.9 blue line to blue line is something that you don't need even, to be don't impressed get, with, Brandon. Don't even get me fucking started. I bet you, I bet you Benny the Jet could run blue line to blue line in under a second with his PF flyers on. Under a second. Oh, well, that's a good point. For, are they fresh out fresh out of the box PF flyers? He might oh, do yeah. it in yeah, point point two five seconds. You know, yeah. like that's that's what those PF flyers will do for Benny the Jet. Yeah, yeah. Benny the Jets would would run circles around Luis. But so then our our second duck because there's two ducks. Luckily, we got two ducks in this movie. Love it. We have uh, Brandon Quinn Adams who played Jesse Jesse Hall in D one yeah. and D two. He plays Kenny. What's what's his last name again in this oh, movie? Um, Kenny Doofenshmirtz. No, um, De Nunez. Kenny De Nunez. Yep. So yeah, Brandon Quinton Adams, Jesse Hall, and Kenny in the Sandlot. So we got double duck. He's the pitcher. He's, he's, the pitcher. he's a pitcher. He brings the heater. Yep, brings the heater. That's what he does. Um, and 
it's just they're great. They're both they fantastic. To, yeah. Absolutely and, and, amazing. And to put this in the timeline, Mighty Ducks wise, this is this came out one year after the first Mighty Ducks. So yep. Jesse, so Brandon already played Jesse. Now he's playing um, Kenny, but Mike has not played Luis yet. That's in, I think, two years from now is when that yeah. was when the second one comes out. Also, fun fact about Mike. Did you know that his older brother and now I forget his I older saw, brother's name? Shit. I saw his that. older brother played o- older version of him for the Dodgers. And I thought that was a super fun wrinkle uh, that they added to the movie. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw I yeah. saw that it was uh, Pablo. Pablo is his older brother's name. Yeah, there you go. Um, but anyway, so okay, so we're we're in in the oh, sandlot. Oh wait, wait go ahead. On. Sorry. Now, now let me. So it's this takes place in 1962, right? Yeah. Smalls has just moved to Southern California. They don't. Yeah. Do, I don't think they ever specify a town. It's just no. Southern California. Yeah. So they just moved to Southern California, and we. That's where the movie starts. Is day one when they're when they're unloading the U-Haul. Yep. And that's where he sees Benny the Jet, gives him a wave. Benny the Jet gives him the nod. Um, and he kind of like creeps and stalks them and sees that they're playing ball um at the ball field. Right. Yes. And then well, we 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 do we do establish he has an interest in baseball beforehand. Because yes. he he keeps begging his stepdad, who's who's played by Dennis Leary, his yes. stepdad to play catch teach him how to play catch. Yeah, um, and he because he he's a nerd, and so he loves the statistics behind it. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't know anything about baseball though. He, no, I don't think he's, he's he hasn't fallen in love with the statistics yet. Oh, that's right. Um, he just wants to play catch so bad because he's he wants he wants to learn how to play catch because his stepdad is like in love with baseball. He has a he has a whole room that's just baseball memorabilia, yeah, um, including foreshadowing uh, Babe Ruth signed baseball. Yeah. Um, so that's why that's why he has an interest in baseball. He's like, teach me how to play. Let's bond. You yeah. know, God knows what happened to my real dad. He probably died. And now I'm stuck with Dennis Leary. Um, long story short, he wants to play baseball with these kids. He, he he knows nothing about baseball and he has the hand-eye coordination of a of a blade of grass. Yeah. And he can't throw, he can't catch, he can't do anything. Um, he creeps out onto the field. Yeah. This is your favorite part where he's <laughs> well, like, like you said, he's he, like, hiding he follows, behind, <laughs> he follows he, him there. He follows Benny to the baseball field, like, like one block behind him, like just With enough a plastic to wear toy mitt. <laughs> yeah. Plastic toy mitt and a, a base, uh, a, a baseball cap that has like a three foot bill on it. It's, it's, it's just, for fishing so that you don't get sunburned. It's there's that bill is so fucking long though. I feel like it's extra sun protection, Brandon. Like you're no, because it's it's not. It's just clean from those UVs, baby. It's just flopping in front of him. There's no way that's providing any sun protection. You know shit about hats, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, he follows Benny. He's like stays far enough behind him so that it's like not obvious that he's following him. And then instead of like once he gets to the baseball field, instead of being like, hey, guys, can I join? He yeah. just like, again, not saying a word to anybody, just wanders into center field and hides behind a bush. Like and then normal kids do. Duh, it, Brandon. It just doesn't. He doesn't say anything until a ball gets hit at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my just, God. It was it's, so like I 
I I'm I was with the other kids when Benny Tr- was like finally like bringing him in. I was with the other kids. I was like, this motherfucker is so creepy. Sitting behind yeah. a bush. I don't want him in my baseball game. But yeah, yeah. When he's like, he's like, yeah, he makes nine. So does my sister, but I don't bring her. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, this is amazing right here. I wanted to to highlight this. Squints is awesome in the show, but the kid is an L seven weenie. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Meyer, even footlong Dodger dog, a weenie. <laughs> well, and he's he's shouting that at at Smalls, like he's yeah, that's like, they're it's not like he's the, he's not describing it to somebody else. He's staring direct, yeah. like eye, direct eye contact with, with Smalls and screaming that at him. <sighs> he's like, "What are you laughing at? Yeah, yeah, you run like a duck." <laughs> yeah, I did like that I mean, where this- Be- where Benny was like, "You guys all fucking suck, but what are you? You're part of the team, you know." It really is just amazing, amazing stuff. Um, yeah. When they start talking shit to Smalls straight to his face, um, <laughs> but- well, they they continue to do. They, I mean, they do it to each other uh, as well. They're all, they're all, uh, you know, they're not the nicest of people to each other. But it's uh, this is tough, you tough love. It's tough love. You know, uh, it's really good stuff. And then. Um, so that was that was one of the highlights. One of the other, they, they're playing ball, right? And I think that Benny uh, hits it a home run over the fence, and we get um, he's going to go over the fence to get it. And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing, lunatic? The beast leave, lives back there." And so we get our first slumber party in Squint's treehouse, which is a very well, sick treehouse. It's it's a is that is it Squint's treehouse? I didn't yeah. realize that. Okay, yeah. That's um that's Squint's treehouse because um and he, 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 gives, he just he just built build his own treehouse in the middle of a public park. Is that what he did? No, I'm assuming that they're neighbors, like he neighbors the house because they're but it's in, in the base the, the treehouse is in center field of the baseball of the baseball field. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm assuming that I assume that Squints is the beast's neighbor, and that's yeah, why he's but, the one but, that but still, that's that's like that's a house or two down, and he just he wanders into this public baseball park and decides to build a treehouse in the middle of it. No, the treehouse is in Squint's backyard, and that's where you get the amazing forever, forever. Nope. Squint explains the beast and how it was created and how it eats men and how they lost one of their buddies forever after he went back there to go get the ball uh, because the beast ate him. Um, And that's where we get the, we already talked about the forever thing, but before we even get to the amazing beast story, we get a, this is a wildly quoted um, where ham is like, Hey, want a s'more? And he's like, some more what? No. Do you want a s'more? Well, I haven't had anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. These are s'mores stuff. Okay. Pay attention. First, you take the gram. You stick the chocolate on the gram. Then you roast the mallow. When the mallow is flaming, you stick it on the chocolate. Then cover it with the other end. Then you scarf. Kind of messy, but good. Try some. And this is where in D2, Goldberg and Charlie needed to listen to this instruction where you let the mallow flame. Then you put it out and add it to the s'more. That was a pretty solid um, reading you did there. I feel like this is just going to, this episode is just going to turn into 
like a, an audition reel for you, <laughs> just <laughs> reciting these these quotes. <laughs> I've always wanted to be an audible narrator. You know, <laughs> this is my chance. This is my big break, right here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the s'more the s'mores is great, and then we get the the ghost story right after the beast ghost story with the flashlight. Um, and yeah, beast beast is is uh, running from the law, right? Yeah, he's. Uh, did they say he killed somebody? I forget. It. I forget what yeah. they say. And yeah, and like the dude like feeds him. Like oh yeah, that's right. And then then he feeds him kids. And yeah, yeah, that's 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 the other part. Is the uh what's what's his name? It's Mister Myrtle. Is that what it is? Yeah, Mister Myrtle. Mister Myrtle. Yeah, um, he he feeds uh he feeds Beast Hercules the the kids. Uh, it's as a sacrifice. Uh, Every everything they do with um with Hercules Beast the dog is top-notch fucking fantastic because you have the, the weird little ghost story um uh yeah. where they they build up the hype and they show like just the the most massive dog in the fucking world with the, the tricks they do and then like later on when they're like showing the backyard area it's like scanning his backyard um there's a there's a full-sized femur human femur bone just chilling there with like the meat ripped off there's uh you know there's Everything's torn up. It's nothing but dirt. There's a doll with an arrow in it through its one of its eyes. Um, everything they do with Hercules to like like set him up before you actually like see him is fantastic. Um, Top notch oh. work. And then they, they even do like they they show scenes where you see just the paws, um, and they're just the the gigant the most gigantic dog paws you've ever seen in your entire life. Uh, like a like a it, fucking lion paw. And then uh, <laughs> very well done animatronics. Yeah. Yeah, so good. I don't uh, even think I, it was. I don't even think it was animatronics. I think it was like a steel pole that they just built a paw around, and then the like, guys oh. just smashing it down. <laughs> um, I do have to jump back just for one second. The introduction and where they're like playing baseball, where we tied everything together. We do have to talk about where he the beginning of his misunderstanding of who Babe Ruth is, and where him is oh, like yeah. he has the, outside the. Yeah, and he the, has the, the convenience store. He has the bubblegum cigar, which remember when those were like a staple yeah. for baby showers? <laughs> you either had the pink or the blue bubblegum cigars. Um, and so he's like, check this out. I'm the great Bambino. Um, and Small's like, who's that? And it, the narrator's like, I had no idea what they were talking about. And Ham gets wildly offended. What did he say? Well, what? I love, I love yeah. how he's like, he goes. Uh, oh, because the Great Bambino, obviously a nickname, right? And he goes, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know whose nickname that is. And then in response to that, every kid just goes and reiterates a different nickname for Babe Ruth. Like that's yeah. gonna help him figure it out. That's that's it. It's uh, what did he say? What were you born in a barn, man? Yeah, yeah. What planet are you from? But there was no way I could let you know. <laughs> this is where Squints, you've never heard of the Sultan of SWAT. The Titan of Terror, the Colossus of Clout, the Colossus of Clout, the King of Crash, man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the Great yeah, Bambino, of course. <laughs> I thought you said the Great Bambi. <laughs> what? That wimpy deer? <laughs> just, that is good. Oh, I love that so much. Because that sets up what we'll get to it in the end when we. Yeah, I just love that they just kept they just kept reiterate they just kept shouting out new nicknames like that's gonna fucking help. 
the Colossus of Clout. <laughs> what a nickname, man. Like, come on. Oh, we should That's, we should probably uh, go. We should while we're before we get too deep into it, we should probably talk about each of these kids, right? We should bring up each of these kids. Oh, so sure. we got we got sure. Benny. Benny's the ringleader. He's the yeah, he's the Benny actual the actual baseball player, Mike Vitar. Yeah, um, Smalls. New, Smalls is the new kid that moved in. Yeah, Kenny, who's played by by Brandon Adams Jesse. Yeah, who's the pitcher? And then we have Squints, who's like the real nerdy guy with the glasses. Yeah, you have um, Yeah Yeah, who's the like the the stereotypical Italian kid. And then um, what else do we have? We have uh, Porter Ham Porter, yep. who's the catcher, uh-huh. the, the the big ginger. Every the 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 deep listeners will remember him from son-in-law fame, yes. that Polly Shore Jim. Yeah. Paul Paul Renna, I think is the, the actor's name, right? Paul Renna. Yeah. 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 In son-in-law, Big Green. He was also in Big Green with yeah. Squints. Squints is in Big Green too. And yeah. then um, and then we have Bertram, who's yep. the uh like the tall, the tall skinny kid. Tall skinny kid. And then we have Timmy Timmons and Tommy Timmons. I mean, as soon as I heard Timmy and Tommy, it made me instantly think of Timmy and Tammy from D1. But um, I like Timmy and Tommy better. We, we needed a we needed Tommy the repeater in, in D1. That would have been great. Uh, that's that was uh, well, that was well, really good character work. Well, while we're naming the kids, I do want to point out because it's a baseball movie. So I want to point out each of the hats that these kids are wearing because some of them have some fucking sick ass baseball hats. So ben, Benny's wearing the in LA Dodgers again because we're in Southern California. Most of these kids are going to be California fans. So yeah, Benny's wearing rocking the LA Dodgers. Timmy is rocking a New York Yankees hat. Yep. Tommy doesn't really wear a hat all that often in the in the. There's a couple kids that don't wear hats like while okay. they're just playing around. They yeah. did. Tommy did, however, wear a hat during the Tigers game, and it was just a plain bright green hat. No, nice. no team logo. Bertram, the hippie kid, is wearing uh, a Los Angeles Angels hat um, from the six from the fifties and sixties with the halo on yeah. it. Stick hat. Um, Kenny, he's wearing a Negro League uh, Kansas City Monarchs hat. Mitchell and Ness, you can get Kansas City Monarchs gear. Pretty cool. Mitchell, Mitchell and Ness, a a better company than Mitchell and Ness, though, that you can get every pretty much every single one of these hats is Ebbsfield flannels. Well, there you go. It's a way better than Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness is a fucking sellout, and they belong to Fanatics now, so you don't need to use Mitchell and Ness anymore. Um, Ebbetsfield Flannel, Seattle-based company, Heath. Uh, you know I love Seattle. And they make it um, – it's all wool. It's all like exactly how they made it in the 50s and 60s to the T. Yeah. Um, I also partnered with them for a Broken Forest hat. Um, oh, amazing. On the show too, so yeah. But uh, so then um, – Kenny's wearing a, the Kansas City Monarchs hat. Porter rocking the Yankees hat because he's a big Bambino guy. Um, Squints is rocking the backwards hat the entire time, but it's just a plain black hat. It doesn't have a logo on it, which I thought, I mean, come on, Squints. You could have been better than that. Um, yeah, yeah, was the other guy who didn't wear a hat most of the time, except for during the Tigers game, and he's wearing just a plain tan hat from what I can see. There's no logo or anything. Yeah, and then Smalls is wearing that ridiculous um, bass hat um, for most of the most of the game or most of the movie until Benny comes goes up to him and goes, "Dude, you got to lose the hat. You look like a fucking loser, man." And he goes, "This is the only hat that I have 
And so then Benny pulls out a, a cap from his back, um, just like he did with the when he gave him the glove too. Pulls it from his back pocket. He goes, "I got an extra one." Hands it to him, and the hat he hands him is a um, UCLA Bruins uh, baseball cap from like the '30s. I love that. Speaking of clothes, do you remember the line where um, Squints is like, "About time, Benny. My clothes are going out of style," and Benny's <laughs> like, "They already are, Squints." Yeah. <laughs> And also, I forgot that uh, Benny's real name is Benjamin Franklin, Franklin Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah. That's nothing like a, a little shout out to, um, to to good old Benny Frank. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my god. Um. But anyways, so but yeah, so that, um, that, that that's a, a recap of all the kids and their hats. Um. Because I think the hats. The hats and their outfits and all the all the nonsense they're wearing because they were wearing some ridiculous 1960s attire. Um, but the costume department fantastic because it speaks to each of the kids' personalities. Um, yeah. Oh, I love it. So now it's time to transition into the pool scene. I have an endless amount of quotes for this as we scroll through, but like yeah, this, this pool scene, this pool scene is the only one where I like watching it. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's but. it's, Oh, it's absolutely terrible, but I love this. This is how it all starts is because ham is like, this pop isn't working, Benny. I'm baking like a toasted cheeser. It's so hot here. And then, um, and then Benny is basically like, all right, vote then. Anybody who wants to be a can't hack it panty waist who wears their mama's bra, raise your hand. Everybody um, raises their hand. And then he's like, <laughs> all right, so what are we going to do? And yeah, yeah, goes, oh, oh. And all together they go, scam pool honeys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was just. Nothing well, like this, this is this is right after because on the way to the park, yeah, yeah, and Squints run into Wendy Peppercorn and she's walking yeah. to the pool to begin yeah. her lifeguard duty. So uh, yeah, it's um oh god, and they were just or Wendy Peppercorn never saw it coming. <laughs> Squints insanity here, where he goes. I've swum here every summer in my adult life, and every summer oh, his adult there life. she how, is. How they're like twelve, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. it's so good. That's right. it's so good. And every summer there she is, lotioning, lotion, oiling, oiling, lotion, smiling, smiling. I can't take this no more. <laughs> Move and. That's when he decides to jump off the um, the diving board when he can't swim, uh, which is just once again absolutely well, he, he, into the deep end. Into he the can't deep swim end, and he goes dives into the deep end. Yeah, that whole scene was insane, and so of course he gets kicked out. Right, and as they're all running out. Ham was nice enough to grab Squint's stuff, his glasses, his, <laughs> his hat and everything. And, and he's like, um, hey, did you know what you were doing? And Squint's is like, I've been planning it for years. And Ham goes sprinting up to the rest of the kids like, he's been planning it the whole time. He's been planning it the whole time. Like, I thought that was just, oh, my God. It was, the, it was so amazing the, when he the, said that. 
the low key like hero of of that entire the entire pool sequence is Porter because he does that he freaks out when Squints tells him he was playing in it and then he also before the cannonball I forgot the about them that's so it when everybody everybody gets into the pool immediately and Ham is like slowly strutting by the cuties she, uh-huh. and he's the only one who actually tr- who actually tries to scam the pool honey oh my god he's walking he is, by he's, he's giving he's them blowing kisses yeah. and, <laughs> and then. He and I don't know about you, but we used to do this all the time. Like if there were like high school hotties tanning in the pool, we would try to like off the diving board get the biggest splash. Yeah, yeah, you know? get them all and, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just trying to get gonna, their attention. If you're gonna sit in the splash zone, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah. get prepared to be yeah, wet. Right. <laughs> it's just, oh man, um. Uh, it's just really good stuff. Also, I forgot. I meant to say it when you were talking about the hats, but I love how Benny tells him, uh, he's like, you got fireplace? And he's like, yeah. He's like, right, throw the hat in it. <laughs> it's burn, burn that shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I. it's uh, it's a comically large bill that yeah. like legitimately that something that big. I don't see how that would. I don't see how that would better protect your 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 face uh sun wise than something that's oh, maybe half man. of the size because even half of that size is still way larger than a normal baseball hat it's uh that was just that was so good but anyways yeah that the whole pool scene was just just ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous um after the pool scene another highlight of mine and i don't know how you felt about this but the fourth of july game when they were playing america the beautiful i don't know who was singing it i just assumed sounded like like louis armstrong or something like that but it was just my god it that, was that whole scene's fantastic because they, they so said good uh smalls and during the narration he sets it up to where um, 99% of the time they're always playing baseball during the day because once it gets dark, you can't see anything, but one yeah. night a year, the sky lights up just enough for them to play baseball. And that's yeah. when all the fireworks are getting set off for the 4th of July. And so, my favorite part of it is the lead up to the game though, where ham is doing a drive by on all the picnics and just loading a plate full of yeah. goodies for yeah. They're like running They're All the kids are running through the neighborhood to get to the baseball diamond while the fireworks are still going. And of course, in typical sixties Americana, the whole neighborhood's doing a like fucking potluck. Yeah. For the July neighborhood so potluck. Yeah. So, so everybody, everybody's out and about there's uh, everybody's got grilling out, out in the front yard and all that kind of yep. stuff. So as, as Porter is running through the neighborhood to get to the baseball field, he's stealing everybody's food. That was where we established that baseball was more than just a game for for Benny, because while the rest of them would stop to watch the fireworks, Benny was still playing the game, you know, the game that he loves, Brandon. Um, yeah, fucking Benny, man. And then, Brandon, we get what I consider the best scene in the entire movie where we have the enemy team. That's an actual team, not just like, you know, a bunch of kids on the, on the diamond. Um, they come riding in to the sandlot to yeah. come talk. This some is shit. A, it's it's like four or five kids from like the legit baseball team. You know, yeah. they've got, they have uniforms, fancy yeah. uniforms. Let's say tigers on them. Yep, but Phillips is the only one that does the talking for him. Yep, yep. Uh, Phillips. um, But yeah, there's like four or five that come riding up on their bikes with them into their 
um, the the little sandlot area that that our our kids are playing at, and you can tell that we've got history because um, as soon as the kid turns the corner in Porter sees him, he goes, "Oh, this fucking kid again." Yeah, this and guy. Then, oh, yeah. My favorite part is like all the all the kids are like gathered together when they see him, so they all start marching together. But yeah. as they're marching together, every one of them is like throwing their mitt on the ground. Yes, because they know it's about time to throw down. And my favorite part is if you watch that scene, Squints is like ahead of everybody by a little bit, and he sees them all throw their gloves. So he grabs his glove and he goes to throw it, but he like holds onto it too long, so it doesn't hit the ground. It just flies back, and it hits <laughs> small. It, it hits Smalls in the face. <laughs> Oh, that is an amazing wrinkle that yeah. I totally missed. Um, or no, it does, it, I'm sorry, it hits, it hits Timmy in the face, not Smalls. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, great stuff. Um, all right, but are you ready? I want to read through this whole shit talk back and forth You're, between. Yeah, this is your this is your audition reel. Really let it shine here. All right. So it starts off, the, we get a little bit of shit talk back and forth first, and it starts off with Phyllis um, talking to Benny. He says, it's easy when you play with rejects and a fat kid, Rodriguez. I mean, he has a point. He does have a point there. We're playing Shut with, your we're... mouth, Phillips. And then hey, this is where Ham jumps in. And he says, what'd you say, crap face? You shouldn't be allowed to touch a baseball. Except for Rodriguez, you're all an insult to the game. Come on. We'll take you on right here, right now. Come on. Sandlot kids, yeah, 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 we'll take you on. We play on a real diamond porter. You ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. Watch it, jerk. Shut up, idiot. Moron. Scab eater. Butt sniffer. (laughs) Puss licker. Fart smeller. Oh, you eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You mix your Wheaties with your mama's toe jam. You bob for apples in the toilet. And you like it. You play ball like a girl. And then that's that's the worst one. That's the the record scratch. But my personal favorite is mixing the Wheaties with the mama's toe jam. I love how he I love how he he fought. He he leaked. Like in the middle of it, he goes with butt butt sniffer, right? And then it comes back around to him again, and he, then he follows it up with sm- fart smeller, which I mean, it's honestly not that different. It's about <laughs> it's a pretty butt, much a butt pretty much the same thing. And a fart smeller is fairly redundant insults, yeah. but um, you know that's it's 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 there's two different things. Like you know, a, a butt sniffer just does it for the pleasure. Uh, a fart smeller is someone who does the action. You know, it's it's someone who you know it's like hitting the bong. Okay. <laughs> do you have the do you have the the rest of um, the do you have the rest of it? Oh, I hold on. I do some. Because what do you, the after they agree to the game oh, and yes, they're like saying they're saying bye to each other. Uh, Ham has my favorite line: "Trash talk line." Oh, after after they start the game, is that what no, you're no, about when they're no, like the- at the very end of that whole situation, they like agree to play the game, and then they're like, it's like the last line to each other before they leave. Oh, I don't. It, just, oh, it cuts I, off. Oh, I forget what he says. What the what. Uh, Philip says to um, to uh, Porter, but Porter's last line to him, he 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 calls him a pee drinking crap face. 
Oh my God. It's, it's so good. It's so good. And so they, they meet up on the diamond and yeah, they, well, they, 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 they travel to the tigers. They travel yeah. to the real diamond there. We're playing, yeah. we're playing in a real stadium now, guys. Yeah. And they are just ripping shots. Even smalls is ripping shots. Oh, into dude, the they're, outfield. They're, they're just embarrassing, yeah. embarrassing the tigers, but the absolute highlight of the game is ham behind the home play, and if you don't mind me again, Brandon, I do have it for us. Um, some yes, gems. This um, the, his trash talk while when he's behind, when he's catching behind the plate, while the other while the other kid is trying to bat is amazing. It's, it's <laughs> play ball. Hurry up, batter! This better be a short game. I got to get home for lunch. <laughs> um, and everyone is just getting strike. Jesse is just throwing the mad heaters all over the place. Um, and uh, Ham is laughing. He's like, haha, that's one as people are swinging and missing. He, he's, like, he's like, he's calling strikes before the ball even gets to him. Like before, oh, he, so before Kenny even throws the ball, he's like, oh, strike one. He <laughs> <laughs> goes to the, this is my favorite one to the batter, you know, if my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to a new pitch. Here it comes. It's coming. I tell you, strike three. <laughs> and um, that's once again, he's talking all the shit. <laughs> and then this is the best where he's talking shit to Phyllis. This is by right far the best. That's amazing. <laughs> he goes, hey, is that your sister out there in left field? Naked? She's naked. Shut up, Porter. Hey, 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 I'm just trying to have friendly conversation. Come on. Think she'll go out with me? It's the the way he the way he follows it up when he's like, is that your sister out there in left field naked? And then he pauses she's for a little bit. She's naked. Okay. When they're in there, he pauses and he's like, think she'll go out with me? It's just, oh, yeah. ma'am. His uh, he was great. He was Patrick Grant was amazing in Son in Law. He was the best part of that that um, of that uh, of that movie. Even though he was, that one had a lot of really weird. Um, wasn't he like? Wasn't he like like hunting for panties or something like that? In the, yeah, in the dorm rooms. But uh, he he crushed that role. Yeah. He's amazing in this role. In Big Green, he's fantastic. He's so good. The, the kid was a phenomenal comedic actor. Phenomenal. It's a shame uh, we never got him in the ducks. That would have been great. Oh my God. And it's, and so what do they do to celebrate their glorious victory? Brandon got to go to the fair state fair, baby state fair. And Benny well, probably not and a state fair. Cause it's Southern California. Just a little, it's probably just a little carnival popping through, but, um, Benny is a great guy, buys everyone tickets for the ride. But before we get on the ride, um, we have, oh, what's his face? I just blanked on it. Blanking Bert, on his Bertram. Name. Bertram. Bertram. He's like, Bertram hey. Grover Weeks. Full name. Goodness. Well, Bertram says, I almost forgot, gang. I was saving it for a special occasion. I've got some big chief, baby. Some some fucking chaw, Brandon. Put in a big dipper, a little lipper there. Come on, boys. The amount of 
like the size of the dip that they do is is insane. Um, it's there's at, like it made me a little sick to my stomach just oh, I, watching them I, put once, that in, and then once once they got on the actual ride, I skipped until they were done because I was like, I know I know how this goes. I don't want to see all this fake throw up everywhere. Uh, and it but yeah, just, just 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 watching them put that dip in made my stomach queasy. I was like, uh, and my my favorite is they're like, let's dip. <laughs> That's and that's why they cut it from um fun fact, Brandon. I think I told you this off the air, but fun fact, most um TV showings of this have now officially cut that scene from it. Yes, it, ma- it makes sense because it's I mean it's a it, if, I, I don't I think it would encourage kids to go do chew. I remember watching this as a kid and being like, Oh yeah, I don't think I want to throw up. It's yeah. I don't like throwing well, up. I mean you just don't it, you go get big league chew. There you go, big league chew. Uh, but I was saying, you, the the key is a small small doses is better for for dip, especially if it's your first goddamn time and you're 12 years old. Just a little tiny bit, and then also don't go on a fucking tilt a whirl while it's in your mouth. Well, they got the patches, the pouches now. What are they? I always get those like reels oh, the, of like the, the Zinners, Zin, yeah, like the, the, Z- the hockey Zins. bros. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the brands of the pouches is Zins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the hockey bros love them. Was it? Isn't like Grizzly? Wasn't that like a Grizzly's? Grizzly's one of the I think the biggest one of the of the chews. It's still going. I think I don't know if I would imagine they do patches uh, or pouches. I don't know if they do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You thinking about getting back in? Yeah, get back <laughs> into the pouches. Absolutely not. Like it's just it, it's it's just real gross, you know. And you want to walk around with a disgusting well, I, I, I imagine bottle the pa- full of your spit. Yeah. Well, I imagine the pouches are not nearly as gross as like the actual dip. Um, still, I think still gotta the, walk around with a fucking the, gross ass bottle of your own spit. You know, just spit it on the ground. You don't need a bottle. Well, if you're the, most uh, people aren't outside all the time. Oh, well, why are they not outside? I don't know. Go outside, people. Stop fucking sitting inside. What are you doing? <laughs> Anyways, anyways, that's just they barfed all over the ride. It was disgusting, but it was. I, I wrote. I wrote in my a very notes, iconic scene. I wrote in my notes. I feel so terrible for the other kids that were on that ride. Same, same. Like they they show like uh, a couple of them that the are like right screaming. behind the yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be a fucking nightmare. Oh my god! <laughs> just put the fattest hunk yeah. of jaw, and it was just. And then just um, you're just sitting there on the tilt a whirl. There's there's nothing you can do. You can't, you can't, you just got to wait for the ride to stop. You're just getting pelted uh, by other people's vomit. That's my worst, that's my worst nightmare. I think would be like stuck on an amusement ride, just constantly getting vomited on. That's my, that's my nightmare. That's my personal hell. Uh, it, yeah. Anyways. um, Yeah. It made me rethink ever going, I'll never go on another carnival ride ever again, but um. <laughs> After the the celebration, this is where we get Benny the Jet tear tears the ball open um, and oh, just yeah. rips the laces off of it, and so they're done for the day. That was then the, they, that was like the coolest fucking thing. Because I'm I'm with Kenny, right? And I think it's yeah. Kenny that says it. Where because Benny's all fucking pissed. He's like, "Damn it, I ruined the ball." And Kenny's like, "Dude, that was the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life, man." Yeah, that's something that you'd never forget. Like, yeah. that moment in time. Um. But what we what we get is we get Smalls trying to save the day. And how does he save the day? Because there's stuff in between this, right? Like 
they well, they're, 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 they they're, go and buy one, and then it gets no, no, the, no, no, no. They're they're talking. They're talking. Um, because Benny's like, damn it, guys, I ruined it. We don't have another ball. And Kenny's like, that don't worry, it's the coolest fucking thing in the world. And he was like, yeah, but it's like noon, and we can't play anymore because I ruined it. Yeah. And because they were like, does anybody else have have? I think I think they say ninety ninety eight cents to yeah. go buy a ball. Like, nope. Does anybody have ninety eight cents? And they're like, no, no. And then that's when um, Smalls, Smalls is like, well, I got a, I got a ball to the rescue. Um, and since Smalls provides the ball, he is first up to bat. And what happens? Well, he are we going to skip over what kind of ball he got? The ball he got. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert: it was his dad Jerry's Babe Ruth ball. Yeah, I was gonna say they they scream at him or not get- Jerry? What's his dad's name? Bill. Sure. Is sure. Bill, not Jerry. D- Dennis Leary. Is his yeah. father. Anyways, is keep his going. Stepfather. Um, yeah, yeah, they, he, he, he says, I have a ball, and they scream at him, and they're like, What the? F- why would you not bring the fucking ball, idiot? Go get it. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, and then he, and at this point, Bill, Dennis Leary, is on a is business trip. He's on a yep. business trip. And so, Smalls sneaks into the, the baseball memorabilia room that we mentioned earlier, and he grabs, yep. he grabs the baby Ruth. Oof. Big trouble. And so he gets to bat first. Kenny throws him the heater. For, for I just I just want to interrupt you for one last time. Just in case anybody doesn't know who Baby Ruth is, it's the great Bambino. It's the Sultan of SWAT. It's the Colossus. He's the Colossus of Clout. He's yeah. the what was it? The Titan of the uh, King of Crash. King of Crash. That's who that's who Baby Ruth is. So just so you know. Anyways, um, so Smalls is up to bat, rips his first and biggest hit ever. And first home run. He's Woo. rounding first. He's rounding second. But then he stops and realizes that the ball has soared over the fence as a home run. And he starts gently kind of meandering towards the fence. He's having a he's having a panic attack. Yeah. And and everyone is like, what in the hell is happening? And he's he's like, you know, I I got this ball from my dad's room. Love, it was signed by some lady. And then I have I the how, whole thing again here. But before you do that, I love how yeah. though when he's like when he's having his panic attack and he's like instead of turning on turning a second going to third, he just wanders out into the outfield. Yeah. Everybody is like you're supposed to turn small yeah. And Ham comes over running there. out, yeah, yelling at him. He's like, what is going on? What's he doing? He's supposed to turn. Why is he not yeah. turning? <laughs> and that's when he's like, it was signed by some some lady, right? But yeah. I have this. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I was going to bring it back. And Squint's like, but it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? <laughs> and then Porter, mortally wounded. What? What? The Sultan of Swat, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout, the Colossus of Clout, Babe Ruth, the Great Bambino. It's like, oh my God, you you mean that's the same guy? <laughs> it's just, uh, <laughs> it's like I don't I don't feel so good. That um, was as a kid. That was my because I I was. I was super into baseball when I was a little kid. Um, like I had pennants, like like how they show in the the dad's memorabilia room, all the pennants that are on the wall. I had yeah. that like all over my wall. I collected baseball cards. I was I was a real I was like a stats nerd about it. 
when I was like a little kid. And I remember the first time I watched that movie, the the moment where he goes, and who is, who is she? I uh, remember like losing my fucking mind. being like, that's the greatest joke I've ever heard in my entire life. That's hilarious. Cause we missed the, <laughs> they didn't include the lead up. We, the lead up to where I started was squints is like, where did your old man get that ball? And smalls is like, I don't know. Some lady gave it to him. She yeah. signed her name on it. Yeah, some lady Ruth, baby ruth and that's where they're like she even wrote her she even wrote her name on it (laughs) (laughs) oh that's really good stuff um and then and then we get like we got to recover it so the recovery efforts that the kids go through from the from the treehouse are amazing the the homemade like where squints has like the, the like the telescope or not yeah the telescope, like but what's the, yeah. like the submarine shit where it's yeah, like a, per, yeah. Uh, periscope sure that sounds right yeah um, i was i was never in the navy but but yeah and then the uh the beast grabs the the claw from there and then they do a vacuum trick where they got like yeah. four vacuums well, they, do, they 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 do a couple tricks before that they, they do the at first they just try to do like a stick they grab like a broomstick yeah. and then fucking hercules again everything they do with hercules eats is it. fantastic he eats yeah. half of it and then porter yeah. pulls the rest back and it's like all gnarled and male that's like, right that's right like drool drooping down yeah. then then they try like the metal claw thing <laughs> hercules grabs it squishes it into a ball and then somehow throws it over the fence who amazing would, who would how, of course yeah how would how would hercules not throw that over the fence uh, um and then, right. and, and then, then we do, get the vacuum then they do the vacuum <laughs> and that's amazing because we get we get hercules puts uh it did work but then hercules we get a kink in the in the hoses we get backed up and they've got to run for cover I love how as they those do, vacuums uh, explode I love how they, yeah, I was like, it's not just one vacuum. They have three vacuums that they hook up into one, uh, one little, uh, two, two, but those uh, vacuum yeah. bags will explode. Like oh yeah. 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 I love, <laughs> like, I love how they, thing. I love how they fired the, <laughs> they fired the vacuums up one at a time. Like, okay, uh, go, go for vacuum one. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's so good. Um, the mission impossible rope and pulley system where they lower squints on and, <laughs> um, uh, the, the Hercules just um, takes takes him and throws him out of there. Yeah. Um, and then the Erector set, um, the the Beast versus the Machine. That was really great stuff. Yeah. That was just great interaction. But they realize it's just you know it's it's never going to work, Brandon. Until lost cause. Until our boy oh. Benny the Jet is visited by the babe mm-hmm. and and this is i i love this where the babe his parting wisdom brandon where the babe is like comes to uh, the babe babe ruth comes to benny in his dreams to give him sage wisdom to get in a pickle with um with hercules um and he says remember kid there's heroes and there's legends heroes get remembered but legends never die Follow your heart, kid, and you'll never go wrong. Beautiful. Words to live by. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's then probably, that's get... probably the, the, the most famous quote, right? It's a tie between um, that and you're killing me, Smalls, right? Yeah, you're, you're killing me, Smalls, is hands down, like running away the number one quote of this movie. I think it's the most versatile. I don't think it's the most famous. I think legends never die. 
is the most and legends never die might be the most famous but the you're killing me smalls is the most used the well, most yeah, it's the most it's the most, it's the most you, can, you can throw it into anything but you know anyways and then we get benny busting out the uh pf flyers and brand him, new pf flyers uh and and he has just we get the pickle of a lifetime between Benny and the beast running through the barbecue. <laughs> this you scene know? again, again, everything they do with Hercules is fucking fantastic. This whole scene, because it's a the long, fuck, it's a long fucking chase scene of yes. Hercules. They go through the whole town basically yeah. of Hercules chasing uh, fucking Vinny down. It's amazing. There's the, the the classic thing where he's they're like turning a corner and the slot they're all sliding. Yeah, everything about this chase scene is fan fucking fantastic. So good. Even they had a little kids like a doggy. Ooh, big doggy. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing they were missing is because uh, or, or, they don't play uh, yakety sax in the background, do they? That's that's the one thing they're missing. Ding 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 ding. Um. Uh, but then it ends with Benny jumping over the fence, and the fence collapses back down onto Hercules and we see that poor pup struggling and it's a really beautiful moment where they all rescue the dog and then Hercules walks over to Smalls and when you think he's going to peel the flesh from his bones, nope. Gives him a big old kiss on the face. Yep. And that's where we meet James Earl Jones. Mr. Mr. Myrtle. Mr. Myrtle. I'd take Mr. Myrtle over all of those guys. James Earl Jones. (laughs) It's, I don't know. So, so Mr. Myrtle. So, yeah. So, they, after they save Hercules, they go and they knock on Mr. Myrtle's door and they're like, hey, we're super sorry, but we pretty much, we knocked over your fence. We we knocked over your fence and killed your dog. Um, And that's what, and that's when (laughs) we find out. Yeah. That's when we find out Mr. Myrtle is blind. Yep. can't see um and then um he invites them in uh because they, they explain they jumped they did all what this happened? because they did all this because of because of baby ruth that sweet old lady yeah and um and then mr myrtle's like you you sons of bitches guess what i have in store for you like come on you, in you old so-and-sos you would not believe what i have for you so then they go they go into Mr. Myrtle's house and you see just mountains of baseball memorabilia and it turns out Mr. Myrtle is a former professional baseball player. Guess who he yeah. played with? He guess who he fucking played with? Well, he played against George. Well, yeah, with against Tomato Tomato. Same no, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. And he also I like how he was like, oh, autograph Babe Ruth ball. Yeah, you're I, you're real, you're real fucked, kid. <laughs> like. <it's, laughs> You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, but then he says he wants to exchange with him, Brandon, and and give him the old murders row. Mm-hmm. Autograph. Because ball. it's beautiful. Because Bill, Bill, Bill's getting uh, Bill comes the next day, right? I think he's he's coming home the next day. So yes. they're trying that's why they it was now or never to get the ball. And so yep. yeah, and so Mr. Myrtle's like, here, I'll trade you, you're ruined because it was it was with the beast. Hercules for a couple days. He gnawed on it. It's not in the best shape. You know, he Hercules doesn't know who baby Ruth is. Never met her before in his life. So he ruined the ball a little bit. So yeah, Mr. Myrtle's like, I'll trade you your terrible ruined 
baby Ruth. I don't, and he he doesn't have a baby Ruth, an actual baby Ruth to exchange it for because, like you said, it's very rare. He's yeah. get out of luck, but he gives him the mur- murder. Banner. Murder is real, right? So that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, murder is real. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I mean, I don't know. I don't know one better, but well, you just have a lot more. Like you have an it's, endless parade. It's like, well, it's not an endless parade. It's like five. It's like four or five. Still, think, right? Yeah, still. But oh, wait. Yeah, uh, old... We we learned that Mister Myrtle went blind because he was he played hard twenty four seven all day because every day, crowding the plate. Pitchers it's hate it. It's because of CTE. He went blind. The CTEs. He went blind because he was crowding the plate, and the pitcher was trying to back him up out of the away from the box and lit him up in the in the face. Yeah, and he probably has CTE. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, why else do you think he's a shut-in? You know. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so after all of that, the, I actually the ending of the movie was perfectly done too. Like it was everything about the ending was yeah. just we a see, perfect we, summary. We see Bill come home and Bill, he's not he's thrilled. Disa- he's disappointed because like, don't, don't fucking touch my shit, bro. Yeah. You know, <laughs> stupid fucking idiot. That's a priceless <laughs> artifact. Yeah. We didn't, I don't think we talked about the catch scene that him, that Bill ends up having. With oh him. my God. When, uh, but, when Bill throws a surprise, he's like, you got to watch out for that curveball. It's like the kid doesn't even know how to throw a ball is playing with a plastic children's wrote, glove. Like what's wrong with you, man? I wrote that down here. I was like, when he's playing catch with dad, it's like, this kid obviously has never thrown a ball in his entire life, nor does it look like he's caught a ball. And his dad, his stepdad is like, um, like doesn't he's just like, I'm gonna play catch with you like I would play catch with anybody else. Like we're I'm, we're not we're not gonna start from the ground up and slowly work our way. We're just we're going zero to sixty right here, bud. You, know, you teach him to swim by throwing him in the water, you know, exactly. just like true grit. Yeah. Um, but I love that. And then yeah, and then he pops him in the eye with uh with a curveball. Yeah, and just yeah. But yeah, so yeah, uh, so Bill Bill gets his murderer's row. And then we find out that Mr. Myrtle, uh, not exactly a shut-in. He just doesn't have any doesn't have any friends out here. You know, yep. he's like he's like smalls. He came out here and doesn't have very many friends. Everybody thinks his dog's a murderer, so they don't want to go say hi to him. And so him. then um the kids and Mr. Myrtle strike up a, a brand new friendship. They start talking baseball all the time, they become mm-hmm. best buds. What a what a happy ending. Yep, it's beautiful. And you know, they they basically sum it up that um they all lived in the neighborhood for a couple more years through junior high, and every summer was great. Uh, but none of them ever came came close to that first one. When one guy moved away, we never replaced him on the team with anyone else. Just kept on going. It's beautiful. You know, and then this is where we get the full the full summary that um, where Benny said Babe Ruth was the Hercules of baseball and the beast name ended up being Hercules. None of us could ever figure out what that meant, but we were all amazed by it. Kept in touch with most of the guys over the years and found out that Yaya's parents shipped him off to military school. Gotta love that. Yaya causing trouble. Um, after the army, he became one of the pioneering developers of bungee jumping. Shout out, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, of course, we all know why. 
Oh, do we know why he became one of the innovators of bungee jumping? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that line. Yeah. All right. Anyways, and then because <laughs> uh, like, that's what it says. He said became he became one of the pioneering developers of bungee jumping. Of course, we all know why. Was he the no? They were they were dangling squints from the ground, right? Or was was he Manning squints? Maybe he was, was. he the was he the maybe he was the guy? Who oh, because like, when um when the beast grabbed it, he was the one that the beast was like. It looked like bungee jumping. Oh, okay. It was like yanking on him. Okay. Oh, now it makes, I'm glad we went back over that. Cause that was <laughs> all right. So then we get Bertram. Well, Bertram got really into the sixties and no one ever saw him again. That might be the best line of the whole movie. What do you, what do you think happened? Oh, dude, he went out to California and um, well, he didn't go out to California. He was living in California. Living. He went. He went up to uh, what's it? Hates Hatesbury and Ash. Is that what it? Hates yeah. Hates and Ash. That's that's, a, that's where Bertram was never. That is his last known location. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Timmy and Tommy became an architect and a contractor. Started out small, designing playground equipment and prefabricated tree houses. But they became multimillionaires when they invented. Mini malls. Damn. How do you feel about that? Uh, Squints grew up and married Wendy Peppercorn. They had nine kids. They bought Vincent's drugstore and they still own it to this day. Dang. My favorite success story of them all, though, is Hamilton Porter became a professional wrestler. You <laughs> know him as the great Hambino. <laughs> Love that. Uh, De Nunez. Played triple A ball, but he never got to the to the majors. He owns his own business now, and he coaches a little league team that his son plays on called the Heaters. Nice. Hercules lived to be 199 years old in doggy years. And I, I saw something about that, and it's like 28-ish, 28 years old. Yeah, about 28 and a half years old. That is that's crazy. Unreasonable. Um and then unreasonable, but good for you, Hercules. For uh, you. But after Benny pickled the beast, his reputation spread all over town. And from then on, he was known as Benny the Jet Rodriguez. And the nickname stuck with him for the rest of his life. And I thought it was kind of fun how they showed him stealing home, even though that's something yeah. that no one ever does. But it was just a good, you know. And it was the end of his baseball career, too, where he'd lost a step. You know, he even said, oh, he's lost a step, but we might see some fireworks here. Mm -hmm. Uh, People still home, though. Well, I mean, no, but it's not very often. No, 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 not very often, but it does happen. So, but anyways, probably probably happen a lot. Now with this, I bet you it happens a lot more now with this pitch clock. (laughs) That's true. Pitch clock is crazy, but I love it. I went to a Mariners game I, and it moved I, so fast. It was so refreshing. Like it was so nice. Like the it, a game went by so quickly. It was a pleasant evening enjoying the game. See, I don't know. Ba- baseball is when I like get real in like real old man mode where I'm like, don't ever fucking, don't ever yeah. fucking change anything. Yeah. Um, well, because you're a real accounting nerd, so you're gonna want to keep it real, you know, for the nerds. I just want I just want everybody to forgive Barry Bonds. That's really what I want. 
but anyways all right so um you know that is probably one of the better movies you know close close second to son-in-law um for movie duck movies that we have there, oh yeah we gotta rate it out of five. Oh yeah our oh this is boy you know like i've given some like You've given some wild ratings. fucking ratings. I got to put together yeah. a graphic of your of, of everything <laughs> we've rated because it's wild. <laughs> I, I think you gave us you gave son in law like an eighty five out of five. Like <laughs> son in law is the best Thanksgiving movie I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Like it's it's beautiful. I I love it so much. Um, I this one is actually just a a really really good movie though. Like this is yeah. A, classic it's it's so good that it got beat to death you know it's mm-hmm. the the matchbox 20s of kids movies <laughs> uh but i would say this is probably four and a half out of five cakes four and a half is what i would give it to you it's yeah. it's it's a fantastic movie and watching it again after a, a long time it it holds up it's fantastic yeah, yeah. it's one that if you have kids you you literally like wait you can't wait until they're old enough to start watching these movies with you and it's one that like they're not gonna you don't mind i don't think kids are gonna get this movie though you don't think so you think it's just kids are I mean, too far gone hope it's is a, lost it's a it's a 90s movies a 90s movie set in About the 60s the <laughs> i don't think they're gonna be like they're gonna be like what the fuck they a they're not gonna know who baby ruth is that's you know. true. I don't even probably don't even know what those candy bars are to get that part of the joke. Um, they, they won't. They won't know what a drugstore is. You know, they're just gonna be. You know, do people still make tree houses? I don't think that's a thing anymore. No, the HOA would get jump on that yeah. in five seconds. HOA is the enemy. Yeah. What about well? What do you? What's the? What's the video game where you build like houses and tree houses and shit? Animal Crossing. They'll they'll be able to figure it out from that. Yeah, that's true. But, but, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. I think this is a movie where, like, if you show it to your kids, expecting them to love it, you're going to be slightly disappointed. Or you don't. You just watch it with them, right? It's like you you watch all your the old movies from your past with your kids, and they either take them or leave them. Yeah, that's all you can ask. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's not going to hurt my feelings if my kid doesn't like the Sword in the Stone or ne- Emperor's New Groove, but it probably means that the kid is a psychopath, and I should yeah. watch him more closely. If the kid's gonna like it. Or I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna teach him a lesson. I'm gonna old yeller that kid. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> do. Imagine, imagine if he didn't like the Newsies. <laughs> I still, I still have never seen the Newsies. Oh boy, that's, I can't that, wait. That's for us on to the break yeah, down. that's on the list. But I. Um, I watched it when I was back. I watched it with my sister, just like <laughs> just like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Anyways, all right. Um, any final thoughts on Sandlot? It's a gem. Uh, it's a gem. Glad we got to do it. Shout out to Luis and Jesse for Mike being Fli- in this movie, so we could do it. Mike Fatar, Brandon Adams, just as good in this one as they were in in Mighty Ducks. Yep. Um. Yeah. Premier childhood actors. Premier. Uh, a, premier. Premier. And um. Wait, is Luis? Luis isn't a kid in King Arthur's Court. That's the other kid, right? I don't remember that movie at all. A kid in King Arthur's Court. I think a kid in King Arthur's Court is a kid from. Oh, that's Rick, that's kid the kid from Rookie, Rookie of the Year. Of the year. Yeah, not, that's, yeah, that's not Kenny. Sorry, just ignore that, fans. Sorry, I got. So that, that's that's one thing. So the 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 kid from Kid in King Arthur's Court was the Rookie of the Year. 
which we're going to do rookie of the year here soon because um, Jesse, the cat is yeah. in the rookie of the year. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting that we didn't get that kid or Patrick Rana, um, ham Porter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. We didn't get them in any of the ducks movies, you know, cause they, those, they were in like every, they, you know, big green, all that. They were him and that kid were in like every sports movie during this time frame. It's a, it's, it's a wonder that they didn't get cast in the ducks. Yeah. Same with ham and heavyweights, right? Like that's a, that's a surprise. You don't have ham and heavyweights. That's true. What year was heavyweights again? Was that like 90? I think it was 93. Oh. 93. I can't remember. Let's uh, 95. Um, so it would have been, yeah, right after this, he would have been fucking perfect. Yeah. Let's, let's just, let's say thank you to the listeners for joining happy, us on this. Happy 4th, 4th of, of July. July, you know, America. Fuck. Yeah. What did, what did I say? The score was 247 to nothing. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 247. Boom. Take that Russia. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.